Hi, folks. So what I wanted to say hi. Happy Fourth of July. I'm so glad I'm here today. I'm glad all of you are here. One of the things that I've been asked frequently is how to find a therapist. So I wanted to share like some of the stuff that I have found in my personal journey simply on the basis of I want to encourage each of you to understand that what may work for me might not work for you. And it is important to find a therapist that you feel safe with. And when I, re when I say therapist, that term, I'm referring to somebody, psychiatrist, psychologist, licensed clinical social worker, even life coaches. If you're looking for a life coach, it's, it's important to find somebody that you feel safe with. Because that, in my opinion, is how I found the ability to work on things is working only with professionals that I feel safe with. And my intention in sharing this is that I would like to encourage you that each of you deserves to honor yourself <clears throat> and find a way to find a therapist that works for you. So. One of the things that happened to me is when I first saw a therapist, uh, the person that helped me find the therapist actually went out of their way to kind of help me do this and looked for a licensed qualified trauma therapist, somebody who dealt with domestic violence, sexual assault, stuff like that. And I can never thank that person enough because to me, that was such a critical part of me being able to get out of my situation, me being able to have any kind of formal therapy that was helpful, me being able to find a therapist that I felt safe with. And so throughout my journey, one of the things that happened is I have moved a lot. Like I have moved a lot. I don't know how else to say that except to say that I moved a lot. Like I moved probably every couple of years I would move and I haven't moved in a while. And I'm, that's a whole other story for another day and completely off track. But one of the things that happens when you move is you have to find a new therapist for me. That was really important. It's like, how do I find a new therapist? And what I eventually started doing and what I really wanted to talk about is how I found my last therapist, because I feel like that was the best way that I found a therapist. I had moved and I was privileged and lucky enough to have health insurance. I have some pretty decent health insurance. And I went and found a list of therapists that would accept my health insurance. And I made an appointment with one, one that was specializing in trauma, specializing in sexual trauma, specializing in all of these things that I was wanting to work on. And then I realized that the very first meeting is more or less, it's not just for the therapist to see if they can work with me, it's to see if I can work with this therapist. And so I went to this meeting and this therapist said something that really made me feel uneasy. So I never scheduled a follow-up. 
never went back. So I waited a while and then I went and made an appointment with another therapist. Mind you, I had a list of therapists. I compiled a list of therapists in the area that were qualified to work with trauma. And I'm also lucky because I live in an area where there's a lot of accessibility to therapy. Anyways, the second therapist, something very similar happened, but it happened at about four sessions in. And when that happened, I was like, okay, I'm not doing this to myself. So I didn't, I, I just stopped. I never went back. And then I spent probably about a year figuring out like, how can I find this therapist? What can I do? And I ended up in a really bad place mentally for a, a small amount of time. And I made a list of questions that I felt were super important to me. Because one of the things that I had found throughout the years is some therapists, they uh, might ask me questions that I just am like, I am not a zoo animal on display in your therapy. I'm not here to further your research. I am not an anomaly. I'm a person. I'm a human. And I deserve to have good therapeutic care. Stop looking at me like an animal in the zoo. And another one was earlier in my life, I had made an appointment with a therapist who accused me of self-harming because of all the scars that I have on my arms. And those scars were actually from being assaulted. Never went back. It is really, really important to me to be able to trust my therapist. So anyways, those are all just things that come up when I talk about therapists. Let me talk about the questions that I started asking. Because I did it for three therapists and the third one was the one where I was like, okay, I can work with you. Um, but I started asking them, I started looking at it as like an interview. And it's not only an interview to see if the therapist feels like they can work with you. I feel like it's an interview for both of you. Like you as a client, as a patient, also deserve to feel like you are safe and you can work with this therapist. Because if you're uncomfortable and you're trying to work through trauma and you don't feel safe, is that really going to be helpful? Because I don't feel that's helpful for me. If I don't feel safe to work through this trauma with this person that's supposed to be providing assistance, I don't feel like that's helpful. I just don't. So I started asking them, well, are you familiar with Amish? And if they say no, um, I would ask them, well, if you had a client with an Amish background and it affected their therapy and their trauma, how would you handle that? And if they didn't understand that, I would further say, like, would you go research that or would you expect me to educate you on all things Amish? Because to me, it's not my job to educate you on all things Amish. It is your job as a professional, in my opinion, to go and find some information. But then again, where can they find information? 
Nowadays, it's a little bit easier to find information, I feel, than it used to be because there are so many of us who are speaking out, who are standing up together, who are saying no. But in the same token, so this last therapist said, no, I'm not familiar with Amish. And I said, well, what would you do if you had a client where that deeply actually affected their, their trauma? And he said, well, I would go look up Amish and try to learn a little bit about the culture so I'm not completely blindsided. Okay, that's acceptable to me. And then I said, if something affects your client that you're unfamiliar with, how would you handle that? And again, it was like, well, I would go research that kind of to get an overview so I can understand how to work with them. Um, and then another question, because I was diagnosed with PTSD when I was 19, is I always ask, how do you plan to work through PTSD triggers with your clients? And the reason I ask this question is because there are a few different types of PTSD therapy. Um, I've done quite a few of them. And I think it's important for me to understand that the type of therapy that they may be doing may or may not be what I'm looking for or what they would be interested in doing may not be what I'm looking for. Because some people can really benefit from doing like EMDR therapy, or some people even benefit from hypnotherapy. I personally would never do hypnotherapy. It's not my thing. I don't feel like it would benefit me. So there's that. Um, there's cognitive behavioral therapy, and I'm drawing a blank on the rest of them. But there are a few different types of PTSD therapy. So that's a really important question to me. And then I also ask, like, how long have you been providing trauma therapy? Because I want to know if they're just coming into this and they have experience with trauma or and or are they like trauma informed? Like you can tell by the way they talk to you whether or not they're trauma informed. And then for me personally. I always ask about trans people and gay people, and I've had people tell me that gay people only exist because they were sexually assaulted, which is a lie because that did not come first, and we are just made the way that we are made, so it is what it is. You can't change whatever, and if you prescribe to a deity and you think God makes all people in his own image and light, like, are you saying God made a mistake? So I would not feel comfortable working with a therapist who thinks that God made a mistake when he made me. And then I like to know a little bit about the therapist too, because it helps me understand like where they're coming from. Why are, why are they a therapist? So I always ask like, why are you a therapist? What made you choose this profession? And I also ask if they use religion as a basis for therapy, in my personal opinion, that automatically disqualifies them as my therapist if they use religion, because to me, religion was used as a weapon for so many years for all the horror that I went through. And so it can be a little bit traumatizing when you're trying to process through something that has happened and your therapist responds with, well, maybe have you tried praying about that? Like, it's just, that's a no for me. But other people may really benefit from having a religious therapist. So just bear in mind, again, this is my personal experience. 
and my process. And again, I encourage each and every single one of you to go ahead. If you are struggling, you deserve to have mental health care. There are crisis intervention centers all across the country. They may fall under different names. And they generally provide some type of therapy for people who have been through trauma when you reach out to them. So it is possible for you to get to a therapist and they might be able to help you and connect you to resources that you might need. Whether you're Amish or plain or you're an American person, a regular English person, like all of you deserve to have appropriate and safe mental health care. And I also feel like this not only applies to, I also do this with advocates, like advocates, in my opinion, I have found it is best to understand that each advocate is different and we have to figure out who we feel safe with. Anyways, let me just reiterate, please honor yourselves. You deserve mental health care. Um, there are also therapists that provide sliding fee scale based on income in most areas around the country. There are some therapists that provide therapy online and some that do only in the office. Please find somebody that you feel safe with, please. Please honor your own needs when you do so. And on that note, I'm going to go off and have myself a happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July to all of you. Have a great, wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Hope to see you all soon. <music>